Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Great to see you. Great to see you wearing a, a faux expo shirt. <laughs> I just looking at myself in the monitor and realized I'm still wearing my no bunts outfit, so I've got my... My fake fan uh, Braves, Atlanta Braves hat, and uh, my No Bunts uh, merch here with the Expos, yeah. So, so what do you mean? You change based on No Bunts, if people don't know, is a podcast that you do with Tass. Tass mm-hmm. hosts it. Uh, it's a baseball show. So you're saying you dress up specifically for the show you're working on? <laughs> so then you'll, like, if you have that, you'll take that baseball gear off, put on some basketball merch? When you're doing no dunks? Uh, <laughs> I mean, occasionally. It's more like I'm standing in front of my shirts and I go, uh, well, okay, what am I doing today? Uh, no buns. I got a no buns shirt. It's clean. I'll put it on. And then I will and then I will put on a baseball team hat for the baseball show. I don't know. How, how far the modern man has fallen. <laughs> our parents and our grandparents would shudder to think that we're opening up our closets and instead of like <laughs> shuffling through various oxford shirts and yeah. pinstripes we're just looking at t- do you hang your t-shirts by the way no i do not okay yeah i always find it's like it, it, it doesn't bother me but i don't understand how people have the meticulousness to hang their t-shirts like it just doesn't and, and then they get that weird thing in the shoulders yeah you know exactly I mean? that's exactly where the hanger goes don't. yeah yeah if I was uh, a smaller man, I would pro- I might just because of closet space or whatever, but because I wear like extra large t-shirts, the hanger only comes out to mid shoulder, so I have these little pointy <laughs> horns. You got to get extra large hangers. <laughs> eh, yeah. Who's got the time, Matt? Who's got Are you the time? are you dry are you um no, it's not dry cleaning. Are you drying your t-shirts or are you hang drying them? It depends on the t-shirt. If I like the design, you know, I'll I'll hang them, but right. If I so don't you care, treat I'll your throw your twenty five dollar t shirt the same way a woman <laughs> treats her intimates, her hundred dollar yes. lingerie set. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Uh, all right, disgusting. You know, we're going to talk about men in this show, but you've already disgusted me as a man. Oh, I have to say, I'm so sorry, but to... you you might have chance to earn it back. Um, did anything good or not good happen to you this week? I mean, uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. I had a house guest. We had our old friend Lee Ellis back in the studio. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Ellis was not the house guest. I had a house guest, uh, Dave from Canada. He was staying with me for a week, so that was nice. Lee uh, Ellis wants us to be, <laughs> wants to be our house guest. He wants to travel with us. He wants to stay in the same hotel room. Oh, that's like kind of like totally a house guest. I mean, that he never explicitly said that, but he. He absolutely envisions us all staying in the same room, right? Like, uh, that's the vibe I got. Well, hopefully those sponsors have, uh, you know, either room in the budget for a very large villa where we could each have our own room, uh, or at least a suite uh, with a pullout couch or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. I also realize we can say whatever we want about Lee because as we discovered, he <laughs> will never listen to this podcast or any podcast. So, hey, any podcasters out there, you could talk shit about Lee Ellis. He'll yeah. never know. He'll, he'll and never don't know. tell him. Okay, don't do an <laughs> at reply and say, Lee, uh, fast forward to 352 of the Great Beyond podcast. Uh, they were really talking shit about you. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll never hear it. He'll never hear it. Um, uh, all right, sorry I interrupted you. So you're having a, neither a good week nor no, I mean, a bad week. You're, you're in the middle. It's been a pretty productive week, and uh, and that's in thanks to uh, 
to our girl Rachel. Uh, I've been tra training her, teaching her how to do the shorts uh, for this show. And oh. uh, and I right before coming to air, I was like, God damn it, just. Text Matt yourself, Rachel. Just text him because she's she's like all morning because Sexy Pete you just released right before the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Uh, uh, a great short. So I, Rachel edited that. She she cut it. I mean, I I was there to finesse and you know make some cuts and make some suggestions mm -hmm. along the way. But uh, generally speaking, that was her baby. Yeah, finesse of course is your euphemism for <laughs> yell at her. <laughs> I, we haven't gotten to yelling yet, but um, but the, this whole communication between me, because she does it on my laptop, and then mm -hmm. when she exports it, I just say, just text it to Matt, because I have my iMessage there, and she just, mm -hmm. it, from your perspective, it's coming from me, right? But it's, and it is. Right. Oh, I but see. She's, I see. But I'm just like, just send it to Matt, and then, and it, and it's fine. But but last night, we, we finished it. We locked it. Everybody was happy with it. We put it up, <laughs> we uploaded it, and sent it to you. And then, then as soon as the minute we send it to you and it's in final form, she's like, "Why is why hasn't he posted it yet? Why isn't he?" And I'm like, "Well, he said he said he's going to post it tomorrow morning." And then this morning, seven a.m. What? It's not <laughs> it's up 4 yet. Four a.m. here, not, Rachel. I, that's what I'm saying. It's three. To rem you got to remember, it's three hours behind for him. And then, you know, it got to be noon here, and she's like, "Where is this short? Where is it?" And I'm like. Oh, he posted it. This is literally five minutes ago <laughs> before we came, before we jumped out. He posted it. I, I yelled downstairs because I'm pissing, looking at my phone, going, oh, he posted it. And then and then I get come downstairs. She's like, well, it's not on YouTube. I'm like, just text him. Text Matt. You have his number. <laughs> oh, God. And she's I like, mean, a, a I lot can't of bother Matt. I can't bother Matt. The geniuses at work. First of all, I did release it, Rachel. I have to apologize. I released it later. You know, a lot of the time you'll send me stuff on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, like in the late afternoon. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to be posting this at like seven at night. Yeah. Six fair. at night. And then we also had the Liela short. I don't know if, if Rachel edited that, but we had that up. So I usually like to give those 24 hours so that on stories they disappear before I put the new one up. Right. Is that advisable? I don't know. <laughs> I'm old and you're even older. We're not equipped to answer these questions. Yeah. <laughs> but I did want to do it first thing in the morning, but I did forget. I remembered just before we, we started the show. So yeah. I do apologize. I know it's on YouTube listed as private. I got to go in there. I got to go do the write-up. I got to do my little hashtags. Yeah. Hashtag shorts. Hashtags for you. <laughs> Does this fucking do anything? I don't think so, but I have to do it anyways because they've told me to. Right, exactly. I mean, we it's uh, it's hilarious that we have sort of a ti the timing in mind, like it's an old school TV guide grid, you know? Like we don't want people mm -hmm. to get confused when they go and look at 7 a.m. It's supposed to be Lee Ellis, but what? Here's Skeets talking about his friend, Sexy Pete. I don't think it works that way, but uh, but yes. I, I think it does work somewhat that way because yeah. I think you want to hit the initial, the biggest boost is when people first see it. And I think you want to do that when people are in active sharing mode. Yeah. I think, I yeah, guess. but I don't know. I don't know. But don't then know. things can, like things Fucking got... Gary V. <laughs> they, they get... They get uh, they they they'll build up momentum as well, right? So sometimes things will sit there for a couple of days and then it gets popular. But anyways, uh, in answer to your question, Rachel did cut the Lee one as well, very begrudgingly because she's she was like, 
I'm going to apologize to Skeets because I did this out of order. I, I don't know why. <laughs> oh I, why am I? Why am I? <laughs> Why am I moving Lee to the front of the the pack when when Skeets has like three or four hilarious? I'm like I I don't know. It's we just released the episode. Maybe we want to capitalize that. And she's like, I don't think it matters. And I'm like, I you're probably well, now. Rachel's right. got fucking opinions on social media. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Show me your credentials, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> last I, last I saw of Rachel on on social media, she was like texting out like don't risk don't accept a friend request from this person they stole my instagram account yeah. okay so she's clicking on a link of like 30 percent off sunglasses okay rachel if you click on the 30 percent off sunglasses link you cannot be yelling at me about social media and of course she's like wising it up winds it up because then the next thing she wants to yell is do people love it do people love it yes. guess what rachel we just post things we don't know okay <laughs> Sometimes you get some engagement. Sometimes people laugh silently and you'll never know. But I, I do, do think that I'm not going to be able to be as blunt with Rachel when you send me an early cut mm, of these things. Right. I'm, I'm not going to be able to be as blunt. No, you sh you have to be. You have to be. I know, but she's your, your <laughs> wife. So you have a relationship. Like, you know, joking about how y you being stern with her. I remember, I think I've told the story before, when we first started working together post-college this was like 2009 you know we would do the show in the morning uh we would do the basketball jones show in the morning in skeets apartment then you guys would all go off to work and mm -hmm. because skeets was blogging i'd go down to his apartment right. he'd start blogging and i would upload the episode and i one day i thought oh you know what there were a lot of bloopers today i'm gonna cut a little blooper thing we can upload <laughs> and i went through and i cut it and i got it together and i exported it and i put it up and i was like and you, you didn't say, the next day you didn't say anything about it. And I was like, well, that's, that's a little weird. So I was like, JD, how about that, uh, those bloopers I put people, yeah, it was funny, huh? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, what, no good? And you were like, well, Matt, if you're going to do a transition, pick one and stick to it, okay? You got some are just a straight cut. You got to dissolve here. You're dipping to white. And then between here, you're dipping to black. And I'm like... I don't know what words you're saying, but like I had done a dip to white words, so just a little flash of white light, but then yeah. I didn't realize that you have to readjust the thing. So sometimes it, it dips to black instead of dipping to white. I had them all in there. Yeah. And then you said, you got to let the music resolve. <laughs> said, okay, resolve the music. What does that mean? And then I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. You got to let it come to a natural con conclusion. And then I did it. And then you were like, you didn't let it decay. You got to let the end decay. Okay, Jesus Christ, Dad. But it made me, uh, you know, a better editor. <laughs> yeah, but a all skill that... that I don't really use, but but able to to speak <laughs> yeah. that language. But I, anyways, I'm not going to be yelling at your wife to tell to let the music decay. No, you have to. You have to. You have to. Okay, Rachel. She wants to be in this game. She's got. Does she want to be in the game? What are you talking she about? Wanna, you know, she wants to. She Does wants she to wants to be out? an editor she wants now? To do it. She just wants to contribute to the whole to the project to the family business. This is the family business. Hmm. So now what I got to get Jill to do something for the show. <laughs> well, Jill's she... main job for the show is doing stuff that I can <laughs> make a note of. <laughs> yeah, just keep and then bring up publicly. Right. That's just keep walking job. around, take a take a hike in some socks and then put the socks back in the drawer. That kind of thing, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure she'll be she'll be happy with the job. But th <laughs> thank you Rachel for all the work you do for the show that I did not know you were doing for the show. <laughs> 
We do appreciate it. We do. Um, I had a, a not good experience this week, and I I think like since since COVID happened, we've been exposed to anti vaxxers like they've come out of the woodwork, right? Like maybe your your neighbors, the mother of a uh, your son's friends or something, might have been an anti vaxxer pre twenty. 20, but you just didn't know about it because sure. we weren't talking about it very much. But I, I think I, I had the most ironic anti-vaxxing situation that I've had in the four years of COVID. Right. So as we know, I've been getting these immunotherapy shots mm-hmm. and I've been getting them from the same nurse. There's an older Armenian lady. She's amazing. I love her. Like there's other people that do it on other days, but I only go in on the days she does it because we've had we've built quite a rapport over the last couple okay. years. Great. Honestly, she'd be a great guest on this show. Well, I said bring her on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so shout, shout out to Karina over there in Glendale. Um, anyway, so she's she's giving me the vaccine, and I was telling her how I had for the first time a reaction. So in other words, like my arm where I got it blew up, got all red, right. got bumpy. Yeah. And she was like, uh, huh, yeah, that's so weird. You've been getting, I'm going to spare you my, the accent, by the way. Okay, thank you. So like, it's weird. You've been getting these for so long. Suddenly you're having a reaction. I, I don't know what it could be. And I said, I don't know if there's anything medically to this, but now it's the first time when I'm living with animals. So maybe I'm getting like the stimulus that I'm allergic to from the animals. And I'm also getting the stimulus from the, vac- from the, uh, the immunotherapy. Yeah. Do you think that could have something to do with it? She's like... Maybe I'm not really sure about that, but have you have you gotten a COVID booster lately? And I said, uh, no. Why? Why is there one? And she's like, I just have a client that got uh, the COVID booster, and then I gave her the shot, and and she also had a had a reaction. I was yeah. like, oh, that's weird because I got the COVID, both COVID vaccines, and then I got two boosters all while doing immunotherapy. I never had a reaction. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you got the booster, <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, like it's has been a while, but I got the booster. She's like, so that means you got the vaccine? And I was like, <laughs> yes. I was like, did you not get the vaccine? She's like, oh, well, of course I did. I was like, oh, okay, good. She's like, yeah, but only because I had to to work in a doctor's office. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. She's like, if I didn't work here, I wouldn't have gotten it. I was like, why wouldn't, wouldn't you get the vaccine? She's like, do you know how good my immune system is? You think I want to be polluting it with a bunch of chemicals? And I was like, so I look over, there's a fucking needle in my arm as she's saying this to me. I said, is it a little ironic that you're saying that to me while you have literal like immunotherapy in my arm? She's like, it's completely different. I'm like, how is it different? She's like, this is immunotherapy. That is a vaccine. And I was like, but isn't immunotherapy a little bit of cat and dog hair so that when I get the big cat and dog hair, I don't get as allergic, whereas a vaccine is like a little bit of the thing so that my body recognizes it and it doesn't blow up if it gets the big COVID. Yeah. The, the big COVID, the as big people COVID. call it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I got the big co- I can't go out tonight. I got the big COVID. <laughs> The little COVID is the one they give you in the vaccine in the arm, but the big COVID, that's the, that's the one you don't want. So she said, it's completely different. Anyways, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't yeah, know if it's same. completely different. But she said, you know, there's uh, snake venom in the vaccine. I said, oh God, here we go. I, I don't know. I, I could look that up, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's not snake venom. And, and better snake venom than snake poison. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she say snake antidote to a snake? Maybe she did say snake venom. But anyways, you don't need to look it up because like in all vaccines, you know, people will be like, you know, there's like, uh, I don't know, like, like mercury, mercury or some yeah. shit in a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, but yes, but there's mercury in the tuna you're eating. Right. <laughs> and there's like a minuscule amount of whatever mercury or whatever it is to, to conduct it or whatever to hold it together, whatever it is. Smarter people than me have figured this out. There's more mercury in your tuna. And you're eating tuna every day or every week. You're getting this vaccine once. Like, right. right. Anyways, it was just so fucking perfect that she anti-vaxxed me while she had right. <laughs> a needle injecting me in my arm. People are weird, man. People are weird. People people are weird. <laughs> I did see... I saw a crazy woman at the pharmacy this week when I went to pick up my prescription who was saying that she was angry that she had to uh, pay for medicine thanks to the commander and thief. And then as she said that, another man ran up to the, you know, when you like talk to, talk to the pharmacist about even like an over-the-counter medication, you know, they're behind glass there. Yeah. And he just runs, he just runs up going, what do you, what do you got for sunburns? I gotta get the sting out. <laughs> like relax. Wow. It is so funny when you go to the pharmacy. Everyone's just like they'll be like, ah, oh, picking up for this medication and like your date of birth. But everyone in line can hear you. Oh, it's totally. Not... Yeah, yeah. I I love it because I try to guess the age of the person in front of me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then you get I'm, your I'm, answer. I'm seeing some people that are like 1993. I'm like. Dude, you look like shit. <laughs> 12 years younger than you? Yeah. Get it together, man. Uh, all right, JD, now might be the time for you to redeem yourself because I saw an article in the New York Times. Okay. This was the headline. What? Redeem myself from what? From your, your earlier man stuff. Oh. Being a man? Wearing t-shirts. Hanging your t-shirts. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Like a child. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, all right. So this is what the headline says. Do cocktail glasses have a gender? For some men, clearly. And then the subheading is stereotypes may be fading, but bartenders say many male customers are still uneasy with fancy glassware and bars are trying okay. to help. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read you uh, the first few paragraphs and, you know, stop me at any point. Okay. At a recent work party in New York City, Brady Dunayer, a gross name. That's not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Just... A 28-year-old real estate banking analyst. I mean, that's what a 20, a 28-year-old real estate banking analyst is going to be named Brady. Yeah. I hate right. him already. You hate him already. Yeah. Well, you're going to hate him even more. So uh, Brady bolted to the bar to order a drink. He was startled by what he received. His whiskey-based cocktail was served in a stemmed glass and garnished with a flower. Hmm. The presentation, he thought, was, quote, a little out of the blue for a whiskey drink. So for his next round, he ordered the same cocktail, but told the bartender, hold the flower, give me a rocks glass. Okay. Okay. I think you can see where this is going. That yeah. same night, Daniel Kay, a 26-year-old working in finance, wasn't thrilled with the fruity cocktail he ordered at Commerce Inn with, while out with his buddies. He said the highball glass, complete with a striped straw, made him feel a little feminine. <laughs> I didn't love it, he said, adding, it was a masculine venue and a lot of whiskey was being served. Okay. But what he ordered the fruity cocktail. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Daniel, that, that is Daniel's. How do you feel about straws in general in a cocktail? I mean, I never use them, but I do like something to stir it up myself. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you ordered like a like a whiskey highball, yeah, you would not. You would take out the straw. I would, yeah, I would prefer like just they give me a stir stick, and then. 
but and that's what I usually end up doing is if there's a little straw. But aren't they stirring it first? I mean, sometimes, but not really. Like if I order like a rum and coke, for example, I'm never mm-hmm. using the straw. I will take I will take the lime, squeeze it, and then use the straw to stir it, and then I put the straw aside and I sip from the glass. I put the straw aside. Save that for later for the cocaine. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to snore none of money. Money's I also. I also have a, a tendency to chew on the straw as well sometimes, but I'll yes. never use it to suck the drink into my mouth. Okay, interesting, interesting. Because that's gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> All right. There are many reasons a bartender will serve a cocktail in a particular kind of glass, dilution and aeration among them. The 30-something finance bro doesn't care about that, says Kyle Cool, the head bartender at Rocco's Sports and Recreation in NoHo. Kyle Cool? Kyle Cool. It's K-U-H-L, but still, it's pretty good. Kyle Cool, the head bartender at Rocco's Sports and Recreation. Okay. They're aerating and they're di- they're worried about aeration and dilution over there at Rocco's Sports and <laughs> Sports Recreation <Park. laughs> in NoHo. Oh, NoHo. So wait, I thought this was in New York. Is it North Hollywood or is there a NoHo in New York too? Uh, oh, north of Houston, north of Houston, I guess. Houston, I guess. Houston, Houston. JD. Sorry, whatever. Come on. Uh, all right, Mr. Cool has noticed. Mr. Cool has <laughs> noticed more glassware imagery. This is this is where we're getting to the, the crux of it. Okay. He's noticed more glassware imagery popping up on menus since the pandemic. More and more cocktail bars are leaning into the, a little bit to mitigate the surprise for the customer. In his 2019 book, Alchemy, The Surprising Power of Ideas That Don't Make Sense, the advertising executive Rory Sutherland wrote, A few years ago, we discovered men were reluctant to order a cocktail in a bar, in part because they had no foreknowledge of the glass in which it would be served. The fix Mr. Sutherland found was to put illustrations or pictures of the drinks on the menu. Okay. So, a few things. Men, you gotta relax. Seriously. You gotta, Fucking... you gotta calm down. You gotta take a breath. It's it's not the glass. Now, I will say, in def- uh, def- I hesitate to say defense, but like, I don't want a garnish on a cocktail that I cannot eat. Okay. Or you know what I mean? I don't really want. Some- I mean, I, I know sometimes that they're edible flowers, but like, if it's just a big chunk of flour in a glass, I don't need it. I mean, I'm not gonna ask them to extract the flour, but right. I don't need it. Why not? And- but you you. What of what about food? Like a plate, a plate of food. I don't want garnish that that you can't eat on the plate. Okay, well, I mean that's fair. I assume I that it's somewhat edible, or you know. I guess so. I guess it would be weird to put a flower in. What there about an umbrella? You like an umbrella in a in a drink? Edible, edible umbrella. No, <laughs> just a regular like a tiki bar style umbrella. You know what? Great counterpoint. You have you have completely destroyed my argument. I love an umbrella. <laughs> Me too. I mean, if you're having a tiki drink, you kind of have to. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my problems with like the, the the smaller glasses, like the coupe or the Nick and Nora. Uh, the coupe is sort of the 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 big circle circular one, but it's short. It's yeah. like the ga- classic Gatsby. Yes. And the Nick and Nora is also smaller, but it's it's kind of like a coupe, but imagine more of a. It's like a shot uh, glass. It's like an egg cup. On a stem, I guess, like a long. Yeah, that's stem. that's a good way to describe it. But my complaints are, if you're sitting at, if you order those at dinner, it's mm-hmm. fine because they're at the table. But if you order at a bar and you're kind of trying to walk around with a coupe glass, especially, yeah, you're getting spillage. Totally. 
Well, a martini a glass, uh, like a, a martini glass on a yes. stem, one of the spilliest, probably the spilliest of all, all of them, right? Yes, 100%. Difficult to carry. And then a coupe and a Nick and Nora, I'm finishing my drink too quickly, I find. Same. Just because there's no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I do like my, my drinks cold. I like them cold. Me too. Like a Manhattan, for instance, you can order up in a martini glass or a coupe, I suppose. Yeah. And that might even be the, the classic way to do it. Yeah. So they're, they're shaking it in the shaker where there is ice to get it cold, but then they're straining it out so there's no ice in the glass. Right. But I, I order a Manhattan in a rocks glass on the rocks 10 out of 10 times. Right. Me too. Okay. So I had a complainted area on the starters a long time ago yeah. about exactly this topic. I don't know if you remember, but I, I said I would like yes. bars to start drawing the glasses <laughs> On the menu, so I know what I'm getting into because it will affect it. Because I do, if it's hot, a hot day, and I come in and I want a cold, like Negroni or Manhattan or Old Fashioned or something, and and for some reason in this bar they're serving it up or in a not on ice, mm-hmm. I would like to know that before I get it. Right. And some some drinks they're like named a weird thing, so you don't exactly know what they're going to be. Right. I just I just want to know. But anyways, it's happening. I'm on the I was on the vanguard of this. Now, <laughs> yeah, but I for the wrong like reasons, it's, being it's used. happening for the, for the wrong, wrong reasons. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, I know. I don't like that I'm making it easier for <laughs> dumb men to figure out what drinks don't look girly. But here's the thing. Here's the exercise I want to do with you. This is the whole point of this. Okay. I want to rank the manliest bar glasses as selected by two manly alpha males. Okay. Do you know who I'm speaking of when I when I say that? Uh, we are the alpha males. Oh, we're the alpha males. Oh, I thought yes. it was going to be uh, what Mr. Cool and uh, Brady. <laughs> From old Rocco's Sports Bar. <laughs> yeah. Here at Rocco's Sports Bar, we do things a little different, okay? <laughs> okay, so we're going to rank them. Yes. And, and just maybe state your alpha male credentials so people know how manly you are. <laughs> Well, uh, I have a beard that's probably, I don't know, five or six inches long. I have yes. two, I have two sons uh, that, that I've had, se- have sex at least twice. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I very virile. Having virile. only sons makes you more. No, 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 no. Sorry. I meant, I meant kids, kids, oh, but they happen okay. to be sons. Okay. Um, what else? Um, <laughs> That's about it, actually. Coming in, I'm, coming up empty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I mean, you you pump iron. Uh, iron. Iron. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've right. been told I say iron weird. So no, I'm, no, try, you I'm don't. trying to fix that. You don't. You do. Iron. You do, but not for yeah, a guy from Montreal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's about it. You like steak? I enjoy steak. I do enjoy. Uh, I I gr- enjoy grilling, uh, like on a, a charcoal barbecue. I enjoy that. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Bring it, we gotta bring it the home improvement noises. <laughs> I'm an alpha male. Uh, I don't know what am I alpha. You just have to trust me. Uh, yeah, I trust you. I know you're manly. I yeah. know okay, look at this. Well, okay, yeah, exactly. If you're just listening, you could probably even hear my muscles flexing. Just in audio form. Uh, all right, so put up the glasses, please, JD. Okay. And we are going to rank them from manliest to least manly. Okay. All right. All right. So, so Matt, we want to start with manly. The man- yeah. Should like, I read them? Should I read the options first? Let's so read 10 them glasses for the here. I hope it's not yeah. too complicated for the podcasters. But 
Martini glass, mm -hmm. margarita glass, mm -hmm. beer glass or pint glass, rocks glass, shot glass, Collins glass or highball glass, that's the, the tall, thinny guy, mm -hmm. coupe glass we've described, the Nick and Nora glass we've described, wine glass, and champagne flute. Yes. Okay? Do you think this is a good represent? I mean, you got brandy, sniffer, snifter, sniffer? Uh, snifter. I have no idea, actually. Oh, okay. You like cigars, JD. That's I do. a manly I thing. I enjoy a cigar every once in a while, okay. once every two years or something. All right, so let's start. What, what do you think is, what jumps out to you as the manliest? Is it rocks glass? I think it's rocks glass, yes. Okay, I'm going to be keeping track here. So number one, we're going rocks glass. I think that's that's a good start. Okay. Now number two, I'm just going to guess it's either beer or shot, or, yep. or maybe shot comes later. No, no, no. I think it's beer. Beer and shot, are, I think, are tied for a second, to be honest. So just we can't put, do ties here. This I, has okay. to have some integrity. So let's uh, let's go beer and then shot. Now, I'm putting beer second. The one thing about shots is sometimes, you know, you get like a blowjob, a shot like that with like a foam on top or, you know. Yes. A kamikaze. The, the picture we're looking at right now is the traditional sort of... Uh, shot glass that you'd see on Deadwood, you know, that mm -hmm. it holds yeah, whiskey and you do it in one go kind of thing. Yeah, you so, get like a boiler maker. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that Is there shot... anything cooler than a bo That is the coolest name for a drink. It's not even a drink. Yeah. People order but them in so movies cool. all the time too, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen in d movies and TV shows like people just or you know what two two boiler makers and then they just take the shots and throw them right in the beer and then suck back the beer i was a bartender for 10 years i think maybe somebody ordered that once the entire time i think they're honestly more popular in america than yeah. Canada. i don't know why but when we moved to atlanta i saw that much more really okay. on the menu and it's definitely it's definitely a thing here um when was the last time you had a shot Ooh, great question uh, it was in, um, I think it was in Las Vegas in Summer League. Okay. Oh, when you got shit-faced. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, what? right. You told the story on the show. You said you got a shot, didn't you? I got a shot of something, yeah. But this is after drinking gin and Negronis and stuff like that. It's okay, that. JD. We know you're an alpha male. We've already established it. So fucking manly. I do shots all the time. <laughs> All right, uh, we got rocks glass, beer glass, shot glass. So we're looking for the fourth manliest glass. What jumps out to you? Okay, this is, I mean. It's tough from here on out. To be honest, I think it's the martini glass. And the reason is it kind of invokes mad men suits, mm -hmm. that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like it's before dinner, let's, have, let's, let's go for martinis or, the, or the, the, the cliche of the three martini lunch. Mm -hmm. kind of thing so i i think that that is number four yeah i'm happy with that i'm happy yeah. with that so we're looking for number five okay now we're getting now it's getting tricky well would you would you say coop and nick and nora are gonna go at the bottom or champagne flute gonna go at the bottom i think champagne flute is the absolute most feminine of the glasses that i'm looking at right now interesting it does yeah okay I mean, so then we're, we're yeah. basically picking them between margarita glass, wine glass, and Collins glass. And I think I'm going to I'm gonna say Collins glass is next. Okay. Um, I think that's – because I think there's a lot of, like, whiskey highballs. And, and it's literally named after a, a guy. 
Like Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Right? Is Tom Collins related to Sexy Pete? The sauna guy? <laughs> God damn right he is. Uh, all right, so get okay. the get the glasses back up. So, so now we have. Uh, I think left? wine next. Yeah, I was. Oh no, margarita. Nah. I think wine goes bo- goes before margarita. Okay, so we go wine at six. We're going margarita at seven. Yeah. Um, and then and then we're going. I would say Nick and Nora, because it resembles the shot glass. Then coupe, then champagne. Okay, I would I would prefer go to go coupe Nick and Nora champagne. Okay. I'm fine with that. Can, can you compromise? Because you, yeah. you got to pick where Flutie of, went. Of course, of course. Uh, eh, an alpha male never compromises. <laughs> Goddamn, walked right into that one. Just outed yourself as a beta. Okay, so then we got a Nick and Nora, and then we got a Champlain flute. There you go. So can we I just make a, can, well, hold on. The I 10 manliest cocktails. I want to make a, an amendment, maybe. Okay, go ahead. I think that wine should go above Collins. Because wine is so, it's like a, it's something that goes with dinner. I don't think that men are very self-conscious about drinking a, a wine glass, even though it's on a stem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now that that was just a generic wine glass. There, you got your red, which is a, a wider, mm-hmm. you know, surface, and yeah. then you got the white, which is typically thinner. Right. I think yeah, but but you're right. As alpha males, when we have a nice steak. We spent all week That's right. dry aging. It's not very yeah. aged. Yeah. You go to a fancy restaurant. Uh, yes, we have the three-hour aged <laughs> Kobe. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. So okay. we're going rocks glass, beer glass, shot glass, martini glass, wine glass, Collins glass, margarita, coupe, Nick and Nora champagne flute. Those are the ten manliest glasses. So when you're at Rocco's... Sports and Recreation Bar in NoHo, and you're a real man that uh, does, let me check notes again, real estate banking analyst. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say that I would not have a problem drinking out of any of these glasses? Of course! At all. Of course. I mean, and I also. What are you gonna not? We we ranked champagne flute ten. When you you're going to like a nice (laughs) event and everyone's toasting, you're not gonna have. I mean, now. I would say champagne in a coupe is is way cooler. Have you ever had champagne in a coupe? Absolutely, yeah. It's very uh, Titanic. Very like this isn't is that what... cooler? Yeah, I think so. It's old old timey. Uh, like a yeah yeah for sure. But I I don't I like a flute. It's very difficult to drink out of a flute. Out of all these glasses, it's the most awkward to sort of navigate it into your mouth. But fuck, I, I especially have... when you have a big alpha male nose, you know. Exactly, exactly. Not a little <laughs> cute little feminine button. Your fucking your beak is in there, like no. A schnoz. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad we did that. Same. And just say, now you know. But also, fucking relax. God. Imagine going through life like that. Like, uh, I I can't be seen with this specific type of glass. It's Boggles them, boggles them. But yeah, have you ever been to Rocco's, JD? I have not. This is what is it? Uh, what does it refer to here? A masculine venue? Oh, no, no, no. That's the Commerce Inn is a masculine venue. Okay. A masculine. I'll tell you this. I never want to be in something that's described as a masculine Same. venue. Like I'm picturing a cigar bar. Yeah. I'm picturing sports on the TV. I'm picturing. Um, 
a black or a brown leather couch that would look better in some shithead's office. Okay, yeah. I'm picturing, of course, cigar aficionado on the table. And um, I'm picturing a terrible, having a terrible time, really, is what yeah. I'm picturing. Yeah, for sure. So you don't want to be in a masculine thing. No. A little housekeeping, JD. We uh, have our Patreon live stream tonight. Wow. August 31st, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Of course, if you're joining from all over the world, figure out where Greenwich Mean Time is and then do the math. Also do the math on if you want to get your free subscription. Uh, You can get a seven-day trial. So do it today. You don't even have to do the math. Do it today. Right. The great or goat category will get you into the Patreon live stream. Patreon.com slash is this good. What am I going to wear uh, to the hangout? That's the Well, question. you got to wear your is this good gear, not your baseball or okay. your basketball gear. All right. I'm sorry. I'll wear my is this good gear. Okay. Just don't let it happen again. Uh, speaking of your is this good gear, we have merch. Go to is this Send me emails. Is this good pod at gmail.com. Subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube, you know, because you could have uh, listened to the Lee Ellis show in the No Dunks feed. Mm-hmm. Of course, you should be subscribed to this good, Is This Good feed, but you could not watch Lee Ellis you on the No Dunks YouTube feed. You have to go to the Is This Good feed on YouTube. And of course, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I checked them, JD. You want to hear a good, um, like, oh, you think this is going to be great, and then it turns into kind of an insult? <laughs> sure. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's this review. Very good. Five stars. Okay. Okay. This show is so good. Okay. Okay. Here's where it starts to go downhill. Even when I recommend it to people and they don't dig it, they appreciate the recommendation and that I thought they were cool enough to enjoy a show like this. (laughs) All right. Fair. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean... You should definitely recommend it because it's going to make you look good. At the very least, we may not live up to the expectations, but at least you as the recommender are going to look good. Is this a thing, though, where someone doesn't want to say they don't like it? So the way they say it without insulting the person is, oh, this is too cool for me. I'm not cool (laughs) enough for this. I mean, maybe, but why bother writing a review like that? That's odd. No, I mean the people they're telling this guy. Like, oh, 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 thanks oh, for recommendation, but yeah. this is too cool for. I yeah. mean, I don't think I've ever been described that way. Right. No, but yeah, you know I what it is. A raging it's, alpha male. No, but it's I don't not know if that, that. Makes me cool. It's too much sucking and fucking. That's it. And and pissing and pooping. Piss, pissing and pooping, sucking and fucking. It's not for me. It's too much of it's that. It's not for me. Yeah, you're right. It is cool. That's it. <laughs> What's cooler than sucking and fucking? I have no idea. We got people writing. We got. I got emails, JD, of people describing the sex they've had in saunas and comparing it to the sex they've had in hot tubs. Wow, forward saunas. I'm not going to read it, <laughs> but it it went into detail that I didn't need to know. Wow, what what, what are we? Pent- Actually, I remember I brought this up last week. Someone said, as someone that has had sex in both, uh, I forget what it was, and then and then I and then. We said on the show, like, okay, fine, send us an email about it, jokingly, but the person right. did. Yeah. So Too much detail. So we're a penthouse forum now. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, kids. Look it up. You look it up. It was. <laughs> they were all real. They were all real. Name and address withheld. Um, so I also have a great email. Actually, this might have been. No, this was an Instagram DM. So this is from 
B.R.A. Rhodes. Okay. He wrote in and says, so I'm a high school teacher in North Carolina. I was listening to the pod, and when you got to your unpopular opinion segment, I realized that would be a great start of the semester activity. So I broke the class into eight groups, made a bracket, and had groups choose their opinion and debate why theirs was better than their opponents. And then the class voted. It was awesome. A perfect second day of class culture-building activity. Kids had a great time. Everyone was into it. Even a class that was dead quiet on day one. Nice. So are we heroes, J.D.? Fucking educating could, could we be a youth? teacher no. probably yeah. oh no right no. no absolutely not uh so he sent me the brackets i wanted to run some of them by you okay it was it was like unclear i don't think he showed me like the winners ultimate winners but some of them like you're not going to care about or have an opinion on like college football is better than the nfl right okay That's... also i'd be curious to know if you could write back if you're hearing this how old were the kids? What grade? He didn't say what grade they were. But did he say? He, high, said, he said high school. His opinions were bangers. Right? High school? Yeah, high school. Okay. So that could be 9, 10, 11, or 12. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got all the podcast is at its best when I tell some, say something that's obvious to everyone listening. Uh, Taylor Swift is overrated. We don't need to talk about that. Okay. We don't really, we don't, we don't have an opinion. This one was great. Private property isn't real. Okay. Bunch of fucking Friedrich Engels in his yeah, class. Yeah. Okay, but here's here's some ones I want to get your opinion on. By the way, a very persistent fly just going right back and forth in front of your face. Oh, if I could, I'm a, we're infested over here. The far August here, there's a farm down the street. It's crazy. I I same problem. I I I had eight in here yesterday, and I know because I hunted them all down. Oh, we have a zapper with a wet towel. Oh, oh we, you have the the tennis racket thing? Yes, but it's for um. It's for mosquitoes, so it doesn't really kill them. It more maims them. Unfazed. Well, sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes, and sometimes they just spin around. Don't call PETA, please. Look at this fucking thing. Anyways, yeah, it's uh, it's bad. It's bad. But you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hit them with a wet towel. That's what I said. Okay, yeah, that's that's a great strategy. I'm gonna try that. Uh, okay. People should sleep with socks on. What do you think of that as an unpopular opinion? People should sleep with socks on. Or it's better sleeping with socks on. Interesting. Um, I have done this. At, my feet get really cold at in the wintertime. Not so much in the okay. summer. And well, uh, let, me do, let me do the great part of the podcast. <laughs> in the winter, it's colder. In the summer, it's uh, warmer. That's right. Um, 100% of the time, I rip off the socks, though. Like probably an hour. Do you know you're doing it or like unconsciously? Uh, most of the time I know. And I'm, it wakes me up. My feet are so goddamn sweaty. And that's the problem. Okay. My feet are sweaty. So I put on the socks. It keeps my feet cold when there's cold, cool air because of the sweat. You want to explain that or no? And then, no. <laughs> and then I put on the socks and it gets even sweatier and hotter. And then I have to rip them off. So I'm going to say... I don't agree with disagree. this. Unpo- disagree. I disagree with this unpopular opinion. Are you wearing your like Scrooge Christmas Carol little hat? <laughs> oh, hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent. <laughs> I swear. Or did, what, did we do this on the show where we did? <sighs> Remember, didn't we do something about like things that people think are true that aren't true? Mm, yeah. And wasn't one of them that like ninety percent of heat escapes from your head or whatever yeah. that yeah, fact yeah. is? Yeah, that sounds All familiar. Right. So, anyways, it's false. You don't need to wear that little that little cap. Right. Uh, <laughs> mountains are better than the beach. 
Well, if you're scared, for sure, absolutely. Um, hmm. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board on this. Well, do you agree that it's an unpopular opinion? I yes. say yes. I yes. think most people love the beach. Yeah. 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 So this one has a particular resonance to me because when I was on Hinge, the dating app, mm-hmm. um, unlike other apps where you would just have like a space to write in something about yourself, they did prompts. Right. So just to make it a little easier. So it would be like two truths and a lie. And then you would, you know, write them under or like my friends <laughs> say my best quality is. And then you write them. Yeah. One of the prompts was mountains or beach. Right. And I swear to God. Oh, JD, I see a fly out of the corner of my eye. Get it. Ironically, it is sitting on the wet towel. I almost want to turn the computer around to show you this, okay? Sorry if this screws everything up. Okay. Can you... Oh. Uh, you see that wet towel? Yeah, there? I see it. Do you see the fly on Yes. It? Amazing. It's just fucking Call Richard you. Attenborough. Call Richard Attenborough. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So their answer would be, without fail, Beach. Why not both? Oh, why not both? Okay. Cool. Way to not answer the question. <laughs> but I'm 100% mountains are better than beach. I right. think they're aesthetically more pleasing. And I think mm-hmm. like if you compare the average beach, like let's say here in LA, you're going to your standard beach, like in Venice or Santa Monica or something. Yeah. It's not that nice. I mean, I understand if you come from a cold place, you go to the beach, you're like, wow, there's the waves. It's the smell. Yes. The sand. Sure. But it's not like a picturesque beach with like rock formations and... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Whereas just the average mountains, the trees, the fauna, the flora, the right. fresh mountain air. Yes. I mean, I'm saying mountains, mountains all day, baby. Yeah. But then there's, you know, beaches in the, in the, uh, you know, Caribbean and stuff, white sandy beach. Uh, so you're uh, disagreeing with us. You're a I'm beach not, guy. I'm not, I, I'm not. You gonna... are. I know you are. Just say it. I don't want to because I love the... Why not both, Matt? Why not both? Oh, my God. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> now, I, uh, you know what? I am going to disagree. I, I'm going to say I like the beach better. Okay. I know I know you did, and that's fine. Yeah. That's what makes the show work, yin and yang, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let me hit you with one more here. And you tell... First, tell me if it's an un, this is unpopular. Night showers are better than morning showers. Hmm. Do you think that's unpopular? Do you think most people shower in the morning? Uh, Yeah, I think they did before the pandemic when people went to work and stuff. Right, right, right. I think so. Um, I am now- Well, you know what I would say? Why not both? Why not both? (laughs) I mean, I I shower, I'm a night showerer now, generally speaking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because I work out during the day. Yeah. And then I got to shower at night. Mm -hmm. And then I- if you shower at night, then you wake up in the morning, and then I'm like, well, I'm just talking to JD over Zoom. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? A little let people in behind the curtain here. When we started doing the show, I would shower before every time. Wow. Because I felt like we're ha- we have guests on. I mean, even though it's over Zoom, we have guests on. Yeah. And I want to be sharp. I want to be alert. And I feel like I want to simulate like getting up as if I was going to a job, going to a studio. Yeah. I want to shower, get fully dressed. Yeah. Now... I don't know when it stopped, but like, <laughs> not, it's sort of semi recently, to be honest. Like a couple months ago, I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah. That's why I'm always wearing a hat now. Yeah. My hair, you know, if you, if you go back, if you're an eagle-eyed viewer, if you go back to the start <laughs> of the show, I'm never, ever, ever wearing a hat. Right. Because right. I had come out of the shower and I did my hair. Right. Now I'm just waking up. I'm throwing on a hat, like you. Yeah, that's exactly what I do, for sure. 
Also, I don't have very much hair, so right. I just look uh, better at it. Less, less of an issue for you. <laughs> I think I look worse in a hat, to be honest, because yeah, my hair's a, my best quality. You got you got a great head of hair. Like, look at this. But now, I mean, now it's flat. Okay, but let's say but even if it's say, messy, you know what? it's still work. It's still good. It still looks. You good. think this works? I don't know. This, uh, no. I look like a. <laughs> kind of look like when i do this i look like brandon walsh from 90210 yeah or yeah. maybe a little dylan mckay kind there's of, more dylan i would say sort dylan. of a cross between the two why not both Why not both? i'm the dylan i'm the bad boy <laughs> of a dylan mckay with the heart of a brandon walsh yeah with that's a little bit of uh, that's why i said on my dating apps and that's why i did not meet jill on a date <laughs> with a little pinch of david what's his name david silver was that his name <laughs> Long John David Silver. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're right. His name was David Silver. Okay, all right. Cool. He was uh he played the keyboards. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Um Okay, uh I got one more uh comment before I go. Before we go, do you do you have anything you want to throw in? Um You don't need to? You could let, save it for I mean, next let's week. save it for next week. Let's save save okay. it for next week. Okay, save it for next week. I do have a dog that's pacing back and forth that has to take a piss real bad. <laughs> Here, hold on. We we actually we communicate really well. Hey, buddy. Fifteen minutes, okay? When the clock when the clock says twelve oh five. Yeah. All right. I we speak. We have our own. We speak our own language. I thought he was deaf. He is deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know uh, sign language, but mm. if I did, he would understand. Maybe I should learn. How insulting would that be? You go into like a sign language class. You're like, ever you're going around the room doing a, like a trust building. Say your name and why you know you're interested in learning. Well, you know, uh, my my brother is deaf, and I just you know want to get closer to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. uh, well, I have a dog. Uh, he used to speak English, <laughs> but then he went deaf, and now I just need to be able to sign to him. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so as you know, if you've listened to the show, uh, Jill's. Jill was parked. Her car was parked on the street. Right, yes. Her, her 2002 Nissan Versa was parked on the street, and someone came with a baseball bat, smashed the side view mirror, and then left a graffiti calling card with their tag on the window. I talked about it. So I got a uh, message. For, this is from 613MG. It says, okay. hey, Matt. Oh, so right. The, the guy that tagged it, tagged the car, or yeah. the card that was left on the car, it said sneak two on it. Right. Or maybe Sneak 21, or maybe Sneak 121. Or maybe Sneaks. Or maybe Sneaks. It was very poorly written. Right. All right. So 613MG wrote to me and said, Hey, Matt, if any of my graffiti buddies down there in LA know Sneak 2, I'll let you know. Mm. I've been painting a long time, and I have some connections. Unfortunately, by the looks of their hand style, it was a toy. A toy is a shitty graffiti writer. So it's probably (laughs) just some high school kids starting out no one will know. If you see it on any walls with a crew name beside it, let me know as that would help. So, JD, I'm getting into gang warfare. Wow. Because there is graffiti, but it is a gang. I mean, it's the name of a gang. What is? Sneak? Was, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, if you see any walls with a crew name, the oh, crew oh. here is a gang. Right. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And they kill people. Right. So I'm probably not going to start getting involved with them. Right. Okay, that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah. Do you support? I mean, I, I know I'm an alpha decision. male. <laughs> I am an alpha male. I do not. I only drink out of beer glasses or rocks glasses. <laughs> That's right. But I don't want to mess with a game. You're not afraid to mince around with a coop, but you draw the line 
at gang warfare. That's right. Okay. Coop don't shoot. <laughs> as the expression goes. Uh, all right. Anyway, so now I got so I I, I messaged him back the details, but I'm I, <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna know who Sneak Two is. Like we're also assuming that Sneak Two is a graffiti writer. But why? I think Sneak Two is a vandal, and he does graffiti on the side. But he wrote it on a piece of paper. How is that even graffiti? It's like a flyer. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, I get get that it looked... I don't do graffiti. I do graphic design for a mid-sized advertising agency. (laughs) It looked like a tag. It was, but it was... I've never heard of this, where the calling card is literally a card. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's ballsy. Like, if you were going to do that, like, it's one thing to smash someone's mirror. It's another thing to leave your your handle. Okay. It's ballsier to, that- to write it on the car itself. I mean, I'm glad that the damage stopped at the, the mirrors, but what kind of graffiti artist doesn't graffiti the thing that they're they're vandalizing? So you would have preferred him to spray Sneak 21 on the actual car windshield like it's a used car with the price on it. I mean, I wouldn't prefer it, but I would respect it a hell of a lot more. Okay. Starting to seem like Sneak 21's not such an alpha male. No. Drinking out of champagne flutes all the time (laughs) over there at Rocco's Sports Bar in NoHo. Uh, Anyway, so I was excited about that. I have a graffiti connection. That's amazing. Maybe now I'll start, like, you know those apps where you take a picture of a plant? Yes. And it's like, uh, it'll tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah. Now I just take a picture of graffiti and I send it to him. I'm like, who are, who are these guys? <laughs> I'd like to get to know my local graffiti crews. Yeah. So if you, anyways, maybe he's got some connections in Atlanta. So send me some graffiti if you see it. I, I absolutely will. I'll keep my eyes peeled for little pieces of paper scattered around cars and whatnot with sneak. What is it? Sneak 2? Sneak, sneak 2, 20? Sneak 21, Sneak 121. Yeah. He goes by, he goes by a lot of names. Worst tagger ever worst tagger ever all right stay off my block sneak because i'm on to you uh, all right listen to next week's show that's coming out monday september 4th is that a typo jd are we releasing this on labor day are we giving the people with the day off something to do instead of celebrate the four-day work week or the is, three days is it a typo uh, what am i talking about? when it like when have well, we releasing it on monday I mean, yeah, I, to be honest, I hadn't even thought of it. Like, yes. When have we ever taken a holiday? Like, Okay, so we're releasing it on Monday. Yeah. It'll be out on Labor Day for you to enjoy. Yeah, get your traveling cookouts. traveling back from somewhere. Bring your family over. Get the cookout going. Get the barbecue, the, the grill happening. And fire uh-huh. up is this good. And cook some red meat on there. Yes. Or some impossible guests- burgers as well. Yes, yes. Our guest will be a real alpha male, JD Trey Kirby. He is an uh, he's like he's the he's the biggest an, man I know, really. He's my biggest friend. Now I have is, of course my friend Adam. He's tall. He's just as tall, but Adam's much thinner. Yeah. I guess Trey is my biggest friend, my tallest friend, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Email in. Tell us who your tallest friend is. <laughs> so that's Labor Day with Trey Kirby. Email us at isthisgoodpod@gmail.com. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Please. Okay, no, not a backhanded compliment. No, I'll t- I like the backhanded compliments. No, I like I deciphering them. Five okay. stars is five stars, man. Five stars is five stars. That's all the algorithm knows. This was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.